Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> I mean, I'm Joshua Unruh. Sorry about that. And welcome, guys. Have you ever imagined playing fantasy football but making it an actual fantasy sport? That's the idea behind Blood Bowl. And here to talk about it, Steve Campbell and Scott Prime, who have their own Blood Bowl podcast. Welcome to our podcast, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. What's Blood Bowl? <laughs> we want to know. This thing looks awesome. Got, now, listen, we'll say, if you want to know super deep detail, <laughs> go listen to Both Down. Yes. No, we're more of a fluff. We're, we're like the background for the fun part. Okay. We don't really get into tactics. So if you've learning. never... We're if you have no idea about Blood Bowl, <laughs> both down will seem super deep a dive. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so do that it's first. It's fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. So learn it first and then find out the yeah, intricacies but, by listening to... But yeah. the high line of Blood Bowl... It's basically <laughs> football with fantasy characters played on a tabletop game. I like to explain it to people that it's real fantasy football. Take Lord of the Rings and instead of them battling over lands or whatever... They go play a rugby-style football game <laughs> where deaths can be caused. People can bring weapons on the field if they choose to. They can hire free That's agents illegal. and start. It is only illegal, if you get caught. but only if you get only caught. Only if you get caught. And the, the fans, win or lose, the fans are happy because they just want to see mayhem. And that's, that's, right. what, that's what Blood Bowl is. A lot of people will tell you it's a tabletop strategy game. I take, and I think Steve agrees with me, we love winning games in Blood Bowl. We go to tournaments and do our best to win. But at the same time, I take this as a fantasy role-playing game, mm -hmm, sports mm -hmm, game. You know, mm -hmm. I don't like sitting down against an opponent that doesn't take his time to name his little players. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, to take no. the time. Why, why? What are you doing with you your know, life? Exactly. You know, it's kind of like you wouldn't want to go to the NFL and watch the New England Patriots play uh, Dwarf Team. You would want, or or human team. Um, you would Boston want, Team Five. Uh, Boston Team Five. The existence of um, the existence of mini luchas tells me that I would want to see. <laughs> that. Okay, okay, all right. But, you're right. but your point stands. Yeah, right. you 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 wouldn't want to play against somebody also that you really don't care about because I mean I I'm a big New Orleans Saints fan. Yeah. But if you know some other team is playing like it's on TV, the Buffalo Bills, I don't really care about the Buffalo. Sure. I'm not going to sit and watch the game. Exactly. I care about the teams I'm going to care about. So you want to care about these teams that you've put out on the field. Or right. if you watch a national broadcast, then they make up a reason for you to want to care about the right. teams. They build up that whole dynamic. Because they have to. They have to sell it. Yeah. And that's oh. what we're into is the fluff behind the game, the background information, the history of the pseudo world that it exists in. And why those teams are playing each other. <laughs> Which that, this that, brings an interesting point. I went to a convention one time and they had um amiibo cockfight. And <laughs> this sounds awesome. It was. And like your amiibo got destroyed if it lost. And this was Ooh, at the wow, height of the amiibo yeah. time. And so like people could enter their amiibos for and then they had like this guy in a black hood that was like, you know, the executioner guy and they like killed him and you could put him in a blender or saw oh, off their head. Would sign or, up for that job. Yeah. yeah. No, he I don't had know the best anything else there. about what you're saying. But, but you know, like four people brought villagers. Mm -hmm. Well, it, no one cared if it was villager one, two, or three, sure. but I got super attached to Cupcake the villager, <laughs> and like, because it was named, and I was like, no, not Cupcake! Come on, Cupcake. <laughs> Come on, Cupcake. So it makes sense that, you know, you take these very generic, you know, everyone might have the same model, but you kind of give them a personality, and you kind of sure. give them a name, and you get in there right. like, not murder face, <laughs> no. It's it's so funny because we care so much about the background and stuff like that. We go to like tournaments, or we get emails all the time with somebody saying like, "Here's my orc team. Is this both down approved? Does Scott accept this into the history of his, <laughs> you know, Blood Bowl world?" And Have really, we made the effort to name them as ridiculous as necessary? Right. <laughs> and what's funny is, is I'm really picky about this, so I'm kind of like a Blood Bowl snob in a lot of ways. Out of the two of us, you know, oh, yeah. you can yeah. almost justify anything, and Steve will go, "Okay, that works. I get it." But me, I'm really picky about stuff, so they'll send Continuity things in, people. and I really hate to like. <laughs> It's okay, and they're like, "Did you love it?" And I'll okay, no, not no, really. I didn't love it. And then they'll, they'll get so sad, and I'm like, "There's really no wrong answer. You tried, so right." <laughs> Listen, it's pass or fail. If you if you get me to say I loved it, that doesn't make your pass more passy, right? Right? Exactly. right? Yeah. 
But you also want to go, no, you sit in that corner and you come up with something better. <laughs> well, that's fail. That's <laughs> fail. Well, Start Scott, over. Scott's very Amerocentric in his viewpoint. So he wants it to be place and then mascot. Sure. So, I mean, most of all of our professional sports here in America are, you know, you have the Oklahoma City location, Thunder, mascot, the yeah. Oklahoma yeah. City Blazers, you know, whatever. Everything, but, everything is location. You, right. Yeah. And, and, and that really gets your fan. That's your fan right. base right there. But the game is bigger in England or in other places where you'll have like a team called the All Blacks or just you know, the United right. or yeah. something. Yeah, right. yeah. And a lot of people will name their teams like that. And to Scott, that doesn't work yeah. because it's not. Well, the, it doesn't fit the American America. paradigm. Because it's Europe, well, Euro, Euro sports. It's right. also, I mean, I, I think legitimately, it's also not as interesting. I, sure. I mean, we we when you when you have a place with more than a couple of hundred years of history, <laughs> exactly the right, yeah. the spot that you the want place to remember might matter a little more. So uh, we're Manchester United, and now it's like, well, hell yeah, you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And here, here it's like, no, it's a cartoon. Make it. I want dolphins <laughs> fighting bears. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's may, uh, maybe eventually we'll have <laughs> fifteen hundred uh, years of history. Well, what's great about Blood Bowl too, though, besides the fluff and role playing side that me and Steve enjoy, uh, there's a lot of people that get into the game. You have hobby painters that love mm-hmm. to paint miniatures. Sure. You have, I mean, you have guys that are terrible at the game, but they love going to tournaments and showcasing yeah, you know, yeah, to try absolutely. to win the painting awards. And you have guys who like to uh, customize models. So th- they'll take a model that we buy and paint, but they'll take one model of that and a model of something else and they'll chop them up and mm-hmm. create their own character. And it's, it's amazing to see everybody's different skill sets. And then you have other guys who are just, you know, great players and get the game a lot better than we do. <laughs> but uh, and there's some people all who just, life of people. they'll buy the base set game, and that's the, all they'll ever play. Mm-hmm. They might paint a model, they might not. Yeah. But either way, that's fine for them. And some people will never do that, make their own custom stadium, make their own custom figures, and go that route, and it's amazing. Yeah. The game gives back as much as you want to put into it. Right. And I think, and also creating your own stadium or creating your own players helps endear you to those play, those players. So oh, absolutely. That you know better, you, you better know what, what, what they can do. And, and you probably feel pretty bad when they, you, you make real in, in the game, like we were talking about earlier, there's, there's injuries, there's permanent injuries, there's death. You buy players, you manage your money. Cause you're the coach or team manager of the, of the team. So when you spend a all night thinking of a cool team, like a character's mm-hmm. name, and you go out in game one and he sure. dies, it breaks your heart. Yeah. And like he's got a brother. And I, and exactly. Like, I'm 43 years old and I shouldn't care, but I really care about this guy. Or for example, we had the league MVP in one of our leagues. Um, he got injured, so his strength went down, and you need strength to tackle and all that stuff in, in Blood Bowl. Um, so he's basically a shell of the former player he was. But like, I, I was like, I can't kick him off my team. He's the league MVP. So the whole rest of the season, I played with this injured player, and I paid oh, for no. it. Yeah. I paid for it because everybody took advantage of like the guy with the gimpy leg that they would run around. Like you know, exactly. he doesn't have agility or anything. Let's, what's have, funny is let's that- have a retirement ceremony so for the I'm, guy. I, I'm one of those guys that's like, I'm loyal to him because he was loyal to me. I'll will retire at the end of the season. I can't do it after game one. I wouldn't do that to Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah I can tell you that Tom is that Brady. really kind of Don't ties. Don't get me started. <laughs> Sorry. That really kind that, of ties into actual fantasy football, which is kind Raiders of funny game, because that is true. when 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 I and I've played fantasy football, uh, the the actual fantasy football, and I would have players who were either injured or not injured because once they're injured, you can actually you have a reason to get them off sure. your list. But maybe they're not doing that well. They're not scoring as many touchdowns. They're not, you know, doing as well. And but, you're, but, you but they've really done well for you last couple of seasons. Or maybe they're playing for your favorite team or mm-hmm. whatever. And you stick with them, and it costs you. It can actually cost you because you're making points. And if this guy's not doing well, or if he's being benched more often, yeah, that's. And, but the loyalty toward it can be <laughs> disastrous in fantasy football. This takes me to kind of weird sociology level because. <laughs> <laughs> They have done studies on um, people that use robots for defusing bombs, and they will name their robots and oh, everything. Yeah. And like one time, this guy was go- doing a practice run and trying to defuse a bomb with a robot, blew up the robot, right? He gets all the pieces to this robot, <laughs> and he takes it back to engineering, and he's like, just fix Snoopy, okay? <laughs> and he's like this big Marine guy, like six foot four, with 
broken robot pieces, and he's like, I just want Snoopy back. He named his robot Snoopy. Like, I mean, I think it's like, he had give, it coming. Give, you, give, your, yeah. give it, your characters it, names. That's why it's so important. That's why we name our animals. Yeah. And and children. Children. They say the minute you name something, you become attached, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't really care about, I mean, when when R2 gets hit in Star Wars, New Hope, you're like, you feel sad for it. It's like, oh my God. But yeah, but you watch all those other astromech droids just get torn to pieces, and you're like, yeah, we 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 know I don't yeah. know who that is. Well, I don't R2. care about other people's dogs either. That's what yeah. you, know. you, you even feel for R four in in Revenge of the uh, Revenge of the Sith yeah. when it gets it's like because you know it's got a name. It's right. like, listen, oh. the only person I feel sorry for in Revenge of the Sith is all of us who are watching it. So, <laughs> that's so right. no, that's I will sure. not feel sorry for R four. I saw that in the theater, and midnight showing. It was actually like the fourth showing that night because I got tickets late. And I sat behind two Jedi, total dressed in Jedi garb, <laughs> movie ended, and I had to follow them back to their car. They didn't say a word to each other. <laughs> and I was just like, yep, yep. that's that's the way yep. it should be. Wait, revenge I had is how did they figure exact... it was going to end? There's only had... one way that movie could possibly end. It's, it, that's it, true. It could have ended well. well. No. I had that exact no same way. reaction on episode one, but with... I don't know, a couple of thousand people. Yeah, we all walked out Holy of Holy crap. Just, yeah. I still I, have well, hope. I'm talking about the ones that were still in line for yeah. the, you know, and it was, it was like, don't make eye contact. <laughs> don't, don't, so how don't was it? Don't contact. let them know the disappointment don't, that was in don't, your just heart. Just keep going. Keep don't going. Don't let them see me cry. Run. Don't let them see me cry. <laughs> Can we, if we run, it's too obvious. <laughs> Walk quickly. I had hope after episode one. Like, okay, that wasn't great, but two could be better. Sucker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whole different podcast. Now the uh, <laughs> the background world for Blood Bowl is basically the same one as Warhammer Fantasy, right? Yeah, that's what I was I was trying to. Yeah. So yeah, in that universe, there's the way that we understand it, and of course, this all depends on who's writing the stuff at the time or who changes the rules book. Mm -hmm. But our current world in the future gets obliterated by some apocalypse, something like that. Yeah. So if you're familiar and, with Warhammer 40K, yeah, that's also no. made by Games Workshop. Yes, no. that is the future supposedly of our current world. And this yeah. this one that we are standing on right now. Yes. Yeah. And then after that time is Warhammer Fantasy because that oh, gets I didn't destroyed. Realize. And I just then thought fantasy they were comes after that. I just thought they were separate. So Blood well, yeah, because fantasy could be any of the bajillion planets that mm -hmm. 40K is uh, lording its horror show right. over. So Blood Bowl is an alternate universe to that, where they they found essentially comics. Everybody, yeah, they <laughs> they essentially found the football hall of fame when they're doing a battle. Oh, and I love it. Someone found the tome of the Lord Nuffle, which is NFL. <laughs> nice. So that's the god of Blood Bowl is Nuffle. So a dwarf. You know, read the rules and found out that this is a sacred game that <laughs> had eleven people on each side, and these warring factions I love would this. battle. And he named himself Rozelle, and he was the first commissioner after yeah. Pete Rozelle. So they, these warring factions on this pitch would come together and battle, and whoever got the most "quote unquote" points would then win. Total misunderstanding yeah. of NF. I love that. Yeah, I, I know, absolutely that's, that's adore great. that. So then that whole universe changed. It got more popular. And it's not actually called Blood Bowl in the universe. It's Nuffle Immortal Football. Correct. So <laughs> that game got popular. And the Blood Bowl is like the Super Bowl. Right. And then all the characters of that universe decided to put aside war and just now put Battle up, yeah. yeah. Put up I mean, your it's, best team in look, your area. Look, it's called Blood Bowl. It's still, it's still war. It's yeah. just these eleven yeah. dudes instead of your legions, exactly. which is a pretty it's a better way yeah. to do you things. Know, and know, and, every, and everybody can enjoy it. What's yeah. funny is you go to Blood Bowl tournaments and stuff, and you'll hear people like curse <laughs> Nuffle and everything else. So <laughs> like this. You can follow Lord Nuffle on Twitter yeah. at Lord Nuffle. You can? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm doing Nikki it right Nikki has now. never heard of this game before I said it in our group chat, <laughs> prepping her for this episode, and now she's following dudes on Twitter. Is, is it exactly. Lord, uh, Lord NFL? N-U-F-F-L-E. Nuffle. N-U-F-F-L-E. Right. That just makes me laugh because, okay, so when we were talking about... um. You know, you get attached to your characters. I had my first character death in D&D. Yeah. Do you have to buy new dice after this? Wait, how long have you been playing? <laughs> I've been playing this campaign for four months. Oh, and this is fifth edition. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's why. You, that's why you don't care. Uh, no, 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 no. That's, that's why this is your first death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, well, 
he was very integral to the storyline and oh was. plot armor was plot armor yeah, is yeah, nice plot <laughs> armor. and um he got killed by his sister in front of his son it was the worst Ooh. death ever wow <laughs> and like okay so i play with a group of of there's seven of us total including dm all girls okay and everybody was crying <laughs> every, and i played the only male character so everybody was crying there like spence became like kind of the mascot because everyone else in the girls are like oh spence and <laughs> he dies like he just gets sta the, stabbed because i have to go back to work he's the yeah. house boy he is. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that because yeah. i don't know how much i can say on this podcast oh, spence, it's my night come on <laughs> and, and it's just like but he died, and but they gave me a death present <laughs> since it was my first character. They drew one of the girls oh, we're drew need my to take these dice away. <laughs> I was gonna say they they what? drew a picture of my character and like thanks after he's dead. It was the worst. Thing I can't ever. imagine Most crying emotion. during a D &D game. Oh my god! When it was Gronk <laughs> went after that ledge <laughs> and the ledge. I mean, I him. can now, but whenever <laughs> I hear D and D, I'm still I still immediately think. Like second edition, like AD and D, and I was like, I don't have tears to cry for every character Does that fifth died. Edition still use D twenty, I assume. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. With the twenty being a crit and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. mainly just an easier way of playing. Sure, it's it all. Is. And I use fifth edition with my kids, and it's super easy for them to pick yeah, up too. Yeah. And so, like, I have been DM. I'm not a very good DM, but I've been DMing for my children, and they love it. They mm -hmm. Trent actually DM. That's actually a really good training wheels moment. I mean, you can ratchet down your mm -hmm. your necessary skill level to engage yeah. by age and that's it's another game that's well, as I've much as you put it. into it yeah yeah, make yeah it totally real simple you want to do this roll a d20 and if sure. you succeed on plus what, 10 there you go that's pretty much what we do with yeah and, and how much you make a kids. campaign out of it if you can be really careful but it was such a great like, yeah. teaching moment too because we've had really good teaching moments in D. &D. Sure. sorry to derail the conversation no, but uh, i'm a big board gamer okay so. awesome uh because like these okay so one of them's a drow and one of them's a tiefling mm -hmm. apparently proper pronunciation so just to kind of bring that into blood bowl the drow would be the dark elves yes yeah so. yeah and then the tiefling are they apparently were cursed by a demon at one time they have demons, demon, thing demon yeah. blood but you know they're generally good people but they're a kind of outcast to society because of it and they have different colored skin and everything but trent picked dark gray so he kind of looks like a drow and um and so these halflings sent them on a mission mission to go and get some get rubies out of a cave. I don't know. I was making stuff up off the top of my head. Yeah. And that's DMing. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I have no idea what to do. I've never done this before. Okay. And there's of course a bunch of monsters in there and they have to fight the monsters and they come back with the rubies. And my daughter, for some reason, was indignantly raging at these halflings for sending the, her into a cave with monsters <laughs> and so i had a really good teaching moment about how well the halflings don't like you because you're a dark elf also uh, let's talk about so job good, interviews and job, expectations right, yes, exactly. <laughs> the good teaching moment is teaching her that people are racist well yeah that, that, that's a thing that exists <laughs> oh you might run she, into okay hey yeah, heads up know. fair enough people are awful that's yeah. right, yeah. and that's like true. she was like oh and i was like yeah, there's yeah. And, so, and really sometimes you'll have bosses that are horrible and you just still have to work for them. and you still have to work for them <laughs> yeah. they're gonna send you to get monsters that's you right. can quit <laughs> there's what how old are your children uh eight and ten okay because i i heard there's a uh like a made-for-children role-playing game called No Thank You Evil that's out there. Mm -hmm. That's That looks really good. Okay, so you know what I'm talking I about? I am aware okay. of it. I yeah, have yeah, yeah. not I haven't, heard of it. I haven't bought it yet, but I really think my 10-year-old and 7-year-old would really get into it if I, I just dip I picked my toe up, into it. I picked up Hero Kids, which if, as board gamer, you might like because it's much more concerned with, uh, like, n not to the level that Dungeons & Dragons is, but... These are these are your inventory slots. You can't carry anything else than that. If you get something else, you got to drop something. You can only move this many spaces. Like it, that kind Resource of stuff matters management. a lot more. Yeah, I think that matters almost none in No Thank You Evil. Like oh, okay. it's a very, it's a much more like a like narrative focused. See, my kids prefer the narrative uh, focus. Yeah. yeah, you may want to. Most people do shift yeah. away from Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> for a more narrative focus. But fate. Would also be just side yeah, because that's, okay. that, that's fate's pretty pretty great. That's a whole different. Yeah. I have a blood bowl role playing question. Okay. Well, I wanted to get back to yes, <laughs> since you brought up D and D and you talk, you know, everybody wants to roll the twenty, the crit, mm -hmm. and everything else. Uh, just some of the mechanics with blood bowl. It's yes. not only two teams showing up on a field with your painted miniatures. 
you roll dice. So it is a strategy game with dice. Mm-hmm. And Blood Bowl is, um, in a lot of ways, wouldn't you say, what, am, what do I want to say? It can really hurt I you. No <laughs> I, I know. I look <laughs> I at you. Like it's pretty to my mind. chaotic, right? It I mean, can be chaotic, but you have to really make choices because if you roll something on a risk management game, a risk, mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. You, yeah. risk yes. management yes. game, if you make an action and you fall down at any point, or may, let's say you drop the ball at any point, your turn is over. So you have 12 characters on the field, uh, which 11. brings us back. I'm sorry. <laughs> 11, which brings us back to Nuffle. Nuffle's sacred number is 11 because 11 people on the field. Obviously. In, in Blood Bowl, you roll 1d6. Now, no matter how many modifiers you have, a 6 is always success. Yeah. And no matter how many negative modifiers you have, a 1 is always – I'm sorry. No matter how many pluses you have, 1 is always a failure. Always right. a failure, yeah. And however, however many negatives, 6 is always a success. So in Blood Bowl, is it's pretty awesome when you think there's no way I can tie this game unless I could hurl the ball downfield. You still have a one out of six chance. Give of it a shot. A long ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what. And then you say, well, that guy's surrounded. You have a one out of six chance, which is pretty good. A 60% yeah, chance. Yeah. Is, it's better than 1D20. It's oh, better absolutely. than a, uh, yeah, a 5% oh, yeah. chance on a <laughs> 1D20. So, I mean, so uh, going back to Nuffle. A lot of times if people roll a one and then re-roll it to roll another one, they curse <laughs> Nuffle because that's the sacred number. So oh, I was yeah. kind of trying to ah. allude back to that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. But it is a dice-driven game where you really have to make these choices ahead of time and say, like, what is the most important thing? Should I make these blocks and knock these guys down? Or what if I fail one of those and don't pick up this ball and then this little guy is going to swoop in and take the ball and score a touchdown? Right. And it's it can be really nerve-wracking. And, and I kind of see it like poker. You know, sometimes yeah. you play, you do the right thing in poker, and you can still lose. You still lose on the right? cards, yeah, exactly. Just, just luck you of the can draw. do the absolute right thing in Blood Bowl, but you still have to roll those dice. Those so ones will fail, still get you. You fail, which is pretty entertaining at tournaments because every now and then <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but you'll have like a fairly new player play against a, maybe a high ranked veteran because there is a. Uh, there's a governing body that there's a ranking system, kind of like a chess thing, you know, where you have a, a, your own ranking for your race and team. But every now and then you have that new guy who will go like, well, I need two sixes for this to work in a row. <laughs> and the veteran players over there like, well, the I'm going to win this game. The and then all of a sudden it happens. And then they're nice. like, I got I got rooked by dice. And mm-hmm. the other so mad. But it's it's awesome. That's great. I no, that's that. that's perfect. It's an equalizer, if nothing else. It I is. mean, and the Absolutely. better, the smarter you get as a player the more you will minimize your All disadvantages and stuff like dice. that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you still have to pick up the those ball. ones yeah. are still going to get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they get you. <laughs> they get you. That's any, what made my DM Sunday. so mad is because like, apparently my dice are f- freaking great because I would roll. <laughs> That's why you 20s. got the plot armor. You're going to survive. anyway. <laughs> yeah. I would roll nat twenties all the time. And I ended up getting so much more of the storyline than I was supposed to separately from the group because I would, because I'm like, you guys go over here. I'm going to I'm go, gonna go this way. Oh, you yes. s- wow. survived <laughs> you, separating the group. You never leave the group. The group. Huh? <laughs> you never leave the group. I always leave the group. I'm like, no wonder girls, you're dead. The girls, yep. the girls got this. Well, It, it took four months of you going off on your own to die. <laughs> no Fifth edition is too this, forgiving. This is Pathfinder. That's Pathfinder. Oh, I, Pathfinder would, is unforgiving in different ways. <laughs> yes. When you guys, when you buy the basic set, is that already painted? No. no. It comes They're gray base, okay. right? They're actually... Out of the box. The new box, they have orcs that are green and humans that are blue. Okay. Oh, so okay. it gives you a little bit of variation. So there. you don't oh, have yeah, to yeah. paint them. You'll know who's what position. On, on, the, on the field. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Like right out of the box. That's cool. So That's cool. I can't find Nuffle. It's at Lord, Lord Nuffle. At Lord Nuffle. Lord Nuffle. At Lord Nuffle, excuse me. If you... So, how, how did, so you start off the game. You, you set it up. Is it kind of like setting them up as, as chess pieces? I saw you setting them up in, in the studio that it was... Is it kind of like chess that you, you so already you know where... So you want to just walk them through the steps? It's, it's basically football. So you think about that. You, you set up on the field at yeah. the 50-yard line. So center mark. Mm-hmm. So and then you, the ball gets kicked off. So <laughs> Nikki found Lord she Nuffle, found you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so then you just kick off and the ball goes and it goes turn by turn. Each person gets eight turns per half. Okay. And just try to go back and forth. Yeah, so the setup of the game is like if me and you sat down and played, we'd have your team and my team. We would look and everything has a value. So if your team was like a 1 million gold crowns and mine was 1 million gold crowns, uh-huh. it'd be even. But let's just say you showed up with the 1985 Chicago Bears 
and I showed up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the same year. Right. One team would be superior to the others. In this world, the stadiums are owned by just an average person who owns the stadium. So for him to have a better game, he'll offer the lesser team like, well, here's some extra money. Why don't you go hire a legendary star player to come in and help you out? Or why don't you get this Mm. weapon or hire a wizard that can shoot a lightning bolt at somebody? Because I want a good game. That, by the way, is legal. So (laughs) people stay and buy hot dogs. That's all kind of in the backstory. So we look at our team value, and then in, in the game we would roll dice to see how many of our fans show up. And that can actually sway things because if you double your fans, let's say you have 6,000 fans and I only have 3,000 fans, there's a kickoff chart. So we roll the fans, we roll the weather. Weather can actually determine, like, if I can throw passes long or not. Uh, It might be a sweltering heat where my guys get tired and I have to roll every time we set up. They might sit on the sidelines and stuff. Um, So then we set up for a kickoff, and then there's a random chart for 11 different types of things that could happen on the kickoff. It could be a rowdy fan that throws a rock at one of our players. <laughs> and then we would decide that by like rolling a D six. Sure. And if you had more fans there, you would add that to the D six and the highest guy would win. And then one of my random guys would get automatically hurt. And in our league that we have amongst <laughs> our friends that we play, you know, at our houses and stuff, uh, every, we have a uh, eight game season, uh, eight week season, basically eight games before playoffs for what last six seasons or something Seven ridiculous? Seven or eight, yeah. A guy always gets murdered by a rock thrown from a fan <laughs> during week eight, and it always happens. And we're like, "Where does this assassin come from?" And he takes off a player off of a, a team that's going to the playoffs. What what is going on? So we've actually named that fan and given him a backstory because it just happens sure. all the time. But it's just a kickoff event. Did you name him David? We named him One Eye. One Eye. Oh, gosh. There's a horrible movie on Netflix called Dino King. It's a 3D animation movie, kind of like The Good Dinosaur or something, but it's made by Korea. And it's a lot more scientifically accurate. So it's all these 3D dinosaurs with a cute little baby dinosaur doing the voiceover. Yeah, it's like Thomas the Tank Engine voices. And then this whole family gets slaughtered. Biblical no. murder. Oh my God. <laughs> Biblical no. murder. <laughs> and it is absolutely horrendous. That's it's great. So one eye Lord. is the main protagonist of that whole movie. And I still send to Scott all the time, just like, oh no, I something bad just happened. He's like, what? And I just send him a picture of one eye. He's like, because <laughs> no. he just keeps chasing the dinosaur and the dinosaur gets married and has kids, but then one eye is chasing the mom dinosaur and she freaks out it's and brutal. steps on the baby dinosaurs. There's like no way I'd watch it with my children. It would just crush <laughs> everything about life. To I them. thought Littlefoot was bad. Oh no, it is, it is gloriously bad. WTF, I, I just yeah. want, yeah. for one sec, I just want to read one tweet. One, one of Lord Nuffle's tweets. One of, he says, there are a few things more hated by Lord Nuffle than probably wizards. How dare they attempt to undo Lord Nuffle's divine judgment? <laughs> That'd be Hashtag pro- Mad God. So you have probability a, wizards. You have that's wizards. what your name oh, yeah, yeah. You have wizards in this thing. Well, and I was, I was but you get the- you also get cheerleaders. You can like you can buy cheerleaders, assistant coaches. Uh, you can buy assistant coaches, and those things come up off the, on that kickoff table. Right. There might get a thing that says brilliant coaching, and then we roll to see we we add our fame plus the dice roll, plus if we have any assistant coaches. And then whoever wins that gets an extra re-roll. A lot of the game, you have built-in re-rolls. So if you fail something, you can use, and people have named them probability wizards. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. To kind of make it sound fluffier than a re-roll. Um, right. And then you can choose to re-roll. You can use one of your re-rolls per turn and stuff. So. And I, it reminds me of, because I was thinking about Warhammer. Uh, in, in Warhammer, it's kind of that idea. You try to balance out your wars. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you, you could, you've got 5,000 points, well, you could have a dragon. Or you could have 5,000... Don't you know, let them get dropped. You know, right. or, you know goblins. And granted, it, it, you have, have 5,000 goblins against one dragon. That, that actually kind of evens it out. Yeah. You know? um, and, but you can't add any more players. It's always got to be 11 players. So this On the is a field. way to balance... On the field. This, but the you team can have, can have 16. But I'm saying it's a, it's a way to balance out. Yeah, sure. To, to give... If you've got, again, you've got you know the, the, the lower played point team they get more things and like like a role-playing game where you level up your character blood bowl does the same thing you get for everything you do that we take stats on which would be a completion a um a casualty hurting somebody or killing them either one 
Touchdown, um, touchdowns, interceptions. interceptions, and then there's a thing called an MVP, which is a, a random way of kind of showing like once per game. On this broadcast, we vote this guy to be the MVP, and it's a free five points. And right. characters level up at six points, 16 points, 31 points, and it goes on and on and on, up to six skills. And once you get to a point where you level up, you roll your dice, and you could roll a stat increase. So your guy's strength oh, wow. can increase, or his agility can increase, or his Movement you know, armor, or armor. value, yeah. or movement, like Steve said. Or you get to pick a skill, and then... That increases the value of the character. So you could have a character that's worth a hundred thousand, and if he gets a skill called block, he could go up to one hundred twenty thousand. So, in my example of saying the nineteen eighty five Bears, those guys would be highly skilled. They would have a really high right. team value versus a brand new fresh team. So to balance it out, yeah, you yeah, and, and again, it also endears you to your character because you've been leveling him up. You've been exactly. you know, and you care about this. When he breaks his leg, it's like ah. <laughs> And our home league is actually different than most people's regular leagues because what we do is we do random skills. You know, the game actually tells you, here's a chart. If you roll, you know, a single skill, you get this. And if you roll doubles when you level up, you can get these. We go, well, you don't just get to pick whatever skill you want. You pick six of the ones that are available to you, and you roll a D6 to find out which one you get. Mm. I come from second edition Blood Bowl back when I was in junior high. you know, Which was what about eight, uh, 89? Uh, uh, 89, yeah, 88. The 89. game itself came out in 86. With mm-hmm. first edition. Second edition came out. I wasn't out. born yet. Shut up. We don't need numbers. <laughs> and of course, me and some friends talked a buddy into spending his 50 bucks on this really expensive game. Who, sure. His mom was really mad at us and everything else, but I mean, it's been. A f- You've got a your money's worth out of that. Yeah. Man. For sure, for well, sure. This year, we actually ran the largest single day Blood Bowl tournament in North America. With fifty six people, is that oh, wow. was that Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. That is okay. Oklahoma yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We have Oklahoma, and then the day after we do Spiky Cup. So it's two different tournaments in one weekend. That oh, way, awesome. if you, we got that idea. It's obviously several years ago. We've now had this is our seventh Oklahoma Bowl. Um, we travel around to the Blood Bowl worldwide. There's how many? Five majors. There's yeah. Five. There's what they call majors, which is you get double points for your rankings and stuff like that. Um, most of those we have we uh, have north in, I guess over here in North America we have the Spiky Cup in Canada. We have the, I'm sorry, the Spike Cup. Ours is the Spiky Cup. <laughs> <laughs> the Spike Cup in Canada, um, Chaos Cup that's held in Chicago every year, and then over in England is the NAF Championships, which is the big Blood Bowl. Uh, Germany has. Dungeon Bowl. Dungeon Bowl, and there's one. Australia has CanCon. Can, okay. So those are the five majors. You get double points there. So worldwide, th- those are big events, and they're usually two-day tournaments. So you, we travel up to Chicago. We play four games in one day, hang out, drink a little bit, you know, hang out with our friends. Next day, you get up and do the same thing. Play two games the next day. If you go up there and you have a terrible first day, you think, why the hell do I even want to get out of bed for day two? <laughs> but you do it and you hang out with your friends. So when we decided to do a two-day tournament, we decided not to do Oklahoma Bowl for two days. We thought, why don't we just see who can come and go as they please? Maybe somebody has family stuff on Saturday. They can right. come Sunday or vice versa, or they can come for the whole weekend. So, you know, we run for the last six years now, we've run uh, Oklahoma Bowl on Saturday, which is a four-game tournament. And if you have a great day, awesome. If you have a bad day, you get to start over again on Sunday. So it's a brand clean new slate. Yeah. yeah, a little bit different rules. Maybe a lot a, different. Well, a lot. Yeah, a lot more chaotic and stuff because that in our fluff, the orcs run Oklahoma Bowl, obviously, and the goblins. You know, they're kind of dumber orcs, right? And yeah. orcs are pretty stupids, but. So they think everybody just wants to see more mayhem, which is kind of true. So <laughs> the rules are really crazy for the bonus points and stuff for Spiky Cup. So now tell me, tell me how your league, because now the league is invitation only, right? Like they have to come and become well, friends. So we have a home league, which is the friend league. Oh, okay, and then we've actually started a, uh, I guess a store league. Yeah, and that's the Central Oklahoma Blood Bowl League, Cobble. And we, we have to do some type of acronym. Yeah. Uh, Nikki's so, going from here to buy Blood Bowl teams. Of course. That's yeah. possibly what's I, happening. I know, like my boyfriend has been trying to get me into football for so long. This is a good entryway. You're like, I'll make you a deal. I'll make, that's exactly my plan. I'm like, I, I've I'll been tell teaching you what, my girlfriend Blood Bowl. This I'll last tell you weeks, what. So. If you look I will, on, as I say, if you look on Facebook, Oklahoma City Blood Bowl Group um, is 
where we post most of the stuff. And Probably. where does your store league play? It's actually set up that it could be played anywhere, anytime. Okay. By anyone. So you are you? But you, we you, have league nights every Wednesday at Wizard Asylum in Norman. Okay, but I get paired up with somebody else for that week, and if Wednesday's no good, so we can get together some other. It's time an open somewhere. league, so yeah. if you show up on Wednesday, whoever shows up, you randomly play someone that night. Okay. However, if you're in the league and you want to get a game done on Saturday, you just say, "Hey, I'm free Saturday. Anybody want to play?" And anybody can find you. And that that does not replace the Wednesday game. It's like you just get more games. Or how does the how does the so league... the open league is you play any? It's kind of weird for us because for there's no set schedule. There's so no you just set play schedule between four and ten games. Four okay. and ten games. Okay. You can play multiple teams. So you want to try out a halfling team, and then I want to try out an ogre team. So you play your ogre team, and after when it's time for playoffs, if long as they got at least four games in you can decide which team to take to the playoffs. So oh, okay. You, okay. So your season really, in a lot of ways, you want to win your games, but at the same time, they're not so important as maybe like leveling up because where it counts is the playoff tournament. Yeah. Okay. So you're playing a, a, a season just to build up your guys, get experience, dungeon crawl if you want to, for a better yeah. term. Yeah. Farm. <laughs> yeah, far, farm out your stuff. A farm team. Yes, and, then exactly. and if you win more games, you get a higher seed, so it does matter, but... So then you you play the playoffs out, and yeah. that's how that works. Now, a lot of times we refer to it as our home league because we don't like you were saying it is by invite only. Yeah, um, yeah. This started when we used to run hero click tournaments. We got really tight with a bunch of friends who we play hero clicks at our kitchen table and stuff. And then when hero clicks started fading out for the group, I tried to get everybody to play Blood Bowl, and it worked. And we so, actually we actually used to play at Dragonfire Comics off of Sixteenth. Yeah, I remember Dragonfire Comics. I, I thought I remembered your name too. You used to play over at New World, some didn't you? I did. Okay, play Hero Clicks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't connect the name until we started the podcast, so uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll have a little bro. I looked really different a little bit later. Yeah. I had a lot less yeah, hair yeah, lot everywhere, less hair. like yeah. all across my head and face area. Yeah. Lots that's less that's the only place we would have looked. <laughs> Depends on how well I was doing at the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so. A lot of those guys, we started off with six of us, and we decided to take two teams, and we had a set schedule just like you would in the NFL or NBA or anything like that. And, of course, we had playoffs, and we all pitched in 10 bucks, and we buy plastic trophies, and we fight for the honor of these little plastic trophies every season. And that's where we came up with the random skills because I came from second edition where everything was you level up, now go to this chart, and, and you get a random skill. And a lot of ways – <laughs> what everybody loves about Blood Bowl is how you can customize your guy like you could in a role playing game. Mm -hmm. I liked, I always was the fan of the role playing game where you got the random skills. I I was a big fan of the Marvel role playing game. I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys were familiar with that. Oh, the TSR one. That was actually my gateway game instead of D and D. <laughs> mine, that mine, was how I got it. Mine too. And everything you did is you rolled, and if you didn't like that character, you better just roll up another one because yeah. it's all random. It's all random. <laughs> yeah. So I'd rather play Spider Man suddenly. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, my guy has feeble endurance. And yeah. <laughs> whatever. So. But I like the random skills because I like to see, you know, this guy might not have the greatest skills. Let me see how I can adapt to that and how I can make him useful on the field. Mm. And luckily, the guys I played with, since I taught them that way, they like that too. Um, so that's the home league. Is that also the store league? Is that is random not, skills. Uh, so store league is store league customize is we play it just like you would okay. customize it anywhere else. Yeah, um, we're keeping it as close to the rules as possible, just mm -hmm. like we used to do hero clicks. Oh, so that, because you guys said there's a governing body, right? So yes. you have to those those have to be able to show up at one of these other. Don't have to, but we want to make it as easy as possible for someone to go from playing at home playing by the right rules, right, right. going to yes. our league or going to a tournament. We don't want there to be confusion between all of it. Right. Uh, the rules, if you want more information, is like the NAF.net, I believe. Is that correct, Scott? Uh, I can look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure it's right. We, I'm part of it. I should know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a bookmark. I, just, I, just go I don't to know my own phone number exactly. either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we just push one. <laughs> but yeah, so that's usually the best place to yeah, go. Yeah, it's the NAF.net. Okay. That's basically... That's the best place to go to find a league or find more information. But since they kind of have input as to what the rules are, I just try to keep things as close to possible. As yeah, yeah. Because you're well, I, you got to play actually like remember rules. I think that, yeah. hearing you guys talk about this. I'm not going to be able to be specific about the rule, but That's there fine. was one rule 
that you guys, I, when I was listening to both, probably piling was, on. There was, <laughs> I think it was piling on. <laughs> True, it that is. you guys did not like eh, the yeah. way that they chose to do it at the national level or what, however you it's, want to. So, Blood Bowl had been dead for thirteen years. Yeah. Okay. About. <clears throat> so Games Workshop, they put out Blood Bowl in different iterations for years, and then it just died. And the community that'll happen because Games Workshop hates its customers. Yes, exactly, <laughs> we're finding that out. We yeah. really are. Yeah. They despise. We're trying, it's their hard customers. doing a podcast and trying to be positive when like you have so many negative feelings about like I just don't understand. Well, yeah. you can just you can just internalize that and make it part of your foundation. Where it's like, guys, before we talk about this, it's important that you realize that this company you're giving a lot of money to hates your guts and hopes you die. That's <laughs> right. But and go. <laughs> yes. But they just came out last year with a brand new edition. So that edition is using pretty much the community rules that had existed before. They changed a couple of things. One of the things they changed was a skill called piling on. That skill was kind of broken, not on its own, but in a combo when you took it with a couple other skills. Yes, this is all coming back to me yeah. now. <laughs> so if you take like claw, pylon, and mighty blow, th those three skills, you can injure a character and take them off the pitch for the rest of the game more than 50% of the time. Oh my gosh. That's not right. Yeah. That just, that in the higher level games, like especially online, because there's Blood Bowl 2, which is a computer game or a console game. And there's also Fumble, which is a free online version of Blood Bowl. In those games, the higher end teams can have these teams that have just a spam of that, five yeah. characters. So every turn, they can remove someone from the game you know, two or three people at a time. So it's just, it kills the fun. Yeah. So Games Workshop came out and they kind of nerfed that. They made it to where it's not as good. Well, the NAF, they're the ones who run the tournaments. They're the community. They decided, you know what? We're going to take all the rules the GW did and all the changes except this one thing. Oh. And that's where my problem is, is I think you either just say we're doing our own thing and this is what we're doing or we're going to do all of what GW does. You just don't cut it in the middle and then make it harder on you us. You pick and choose. Yeah, yeah, because us running a tournament, now I have to have like a full disclaimer of, okay, we're doing this, 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 not this, not that. These, yeah. not those. You have to go to this area to find this information. This skill that you're playing with at home, I know that you've been playing it that way. That's not how it is in the tournament because right. of these people. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, et cetera. Even though we've decided that you know you've been playing by the rules that uh, mm -hmm. the Games Workshop does, you, you we're not going to yeah. Hey, and we, we've never actually ran into this problem of this combo because in our league with, with random, random skills, skills yeah. it, lightning would have to strike exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. And so everybody would be complaining for years why our league's been growing around for ten years now. And um, but people we said, online, oh, we've never had this problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we ran into a guy that we. I guess, what, four or five years ago in Chicago at Chaos Cup. We were just talking to this guy waiting for the train to go into the watch a Cubs game. And he's from Denmark. And we're like, oh, you, you playing any tournaments? Yeah, I played some. You win any? Yeah, I won a tournament. Uh, what, did, what did you win? Oh, the Blood Bowl. So he, he's like one of the best <laughs> players in we, the world. Sheesh. We look online, and this guy has played 4,000 <sighs> games with one team on Fumble. And fumble, just just to be clear, is F U M B B L. Right, it's, it's, and you can play Blood Bowl for free there. It's a free little Java client that you can you can go and play, like you said, but Blood Bowl for free with one this team. Stuff. This but guy had played practice. four thousand games, and that's not the other teams he's played, which had thousands of. My games. God, well he's put the time in. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He's played more games than we ever will see. Yeah, but there are people that play those games there or inside Night Two that have been playing one team for hundreds of games. So oh they can gosh. build up these monster teams yeah. that are nothing but a, a greater. You go up against them, your team gets destroyed. Well, yeah. and a There's lot of no times they say that those teams that are built that way, they might not win the game. They don't care. But they will destroy your team forever. You're done for the, for yeah. the year. So you the team out. that you just won, won nothing against, doesn't have anybody left to play ever again. You know, so. Which is, that doesn't so sound like fun at all. So who won really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah, it, it kills the fun of the game. It's yeah. kind of like yeah, that a, sucks. a legitimate troll. You know? Yeah. <laughs> which, which, yeah, you could actually be. Griefers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, how long does it take to actually play just one game? 
Uh, depends okay, on the players. I, I, well, no, I'll just assume bit, that you know what you're doing. Yeah. So once you're past that initial learning curve, I, I'm gonna give you two answers. If I'm a first, if me and Steve's playing, you know, we could sit down well at the kitchen the table curve. and yeah. we could play <laughs> in an hour and a half, probably. Probably okay. sure. Now, if we were playing online on this fumble website that we were talking about, we could probably play in less than an hour. Okay. Because it does all the oh, dice rolling. it does rolling. all the math for you. Yeah, it does sure. all the dice rolling for at, you. you. At tournaments, we give people two hours for a game. That's fine. If you're at home talking with friends, grabbing lunch in between, we've seen a, a game go seven hours because they're just gabbing Because you're not really forth. focused on you're right. not, You're not only playing. They went to go get lunch in between right. halves. And that's, that's, and it's eight turns each. Get, yeah. Okay. That's per half. So you okay. get 16 total okay. turns each. So 32 total turns. Yeah. Um, most of the time, I would say, if we are playing at home casually, two and a half hours. Yeah, we have some players that overthink everything. Sure. <laughs> Do they get analysis paralysis? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And yeah. you're gonna play a three and a half hour game with that guy. You absolutely need a color commentator <laughs> hovering over the board yeah, saying things like, oh, unfortunately, now, John has got analysis paralysis. Will he ever pull himself out of this nosedive and choose a play? In the rules, there is a thing that says you take four-minute turns or you can call the other guy and make him end his turn or yeah. take a game. re-roll. Or, yeah, basically, something like that. Nobody really adheres to that because, I mean, we want the community to grow. Yeah, I mean, This yeah. game was dead at one well, point. Dis- despite... What I don't agree with the way Games Workshop does, the the new version of the game has really helped the tournament. Yeah, scene. yeah, absolutely. We finally can have a store league with people show up that's just not our friends. They're so, mostly new people. Yeah, it's pretty Did, awesome. Well, and you want that, honestly, a delay of game because you're growing a community. That's a nuclear option. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the, John, <laughs> stop thinking and do the damn thing. There are people in Hold the area. Hold up your fingers, countdown are kind of like that you know we've seen people at other stores be well you didn't declare you were passing you knew i was passing <laughs> well you didn't declare you were passing oh, yeah. and like okay you know what i'm not even gonna deal with yeah. you yeah that's, that's like calling your shot in pool whatever yeah uh, well, so you've you've been playing for you you said there was 13 years that you were that, that it was <laughs> on your dead. own it the was, games workshop itself was not helping when was sea. this uh between I think ninety five. No, uh, two thousand three. I think was like the last time they they made something for Blood Bowl. I think up until two thousand sixteen. Wow, that sounds right. Because okay. uh, yeah. I was playing. I played in college, and there there but, was an on there was a community that did a living rule book. So there was a committee that got together, you know, and checked the rules, made uh, upgrades, I guess, and changed it around and fixed things. And that's pretty much what they use now. So this is why it's just become such a big deal in the past year and a half is because it's be, it's returned. It's, yes. Games Workshop came honesty, back. It's a pretty it. dang big deal over yeah. overseas. I mean, it's a yeah. pub game. They'll say, you know, we talk about going to the, the comic store and playing it or the game shop. They, they go to pubs. They drink beer and they play Blood I Bowl. I would much more prefer that. Um, <laughs> Fassler Hall would almost certainly Fassler love to have you. We just went there last night. I have Absolutely. seen them playing. Yeah, we went there last night. Risk. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, definitely other what? things could be done here. The, wor- <laughs> the World Cup was, what, two years ago? And it had over two 900 years ago people? In Italy, they had just about 1,000 people. Play- players. Players. Like players. 1,000 teams yeah. ready to go. No, yeah. Well, not... I, Coaches, it, yeah. It's the World Cup, so you have a team of four people versus another group of four people. Oh, okay. And there was like nine... It was over 900. I think it was like 986 or something. Might as well oh, be that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I was saying. So that I mean that's amazing. that's quite a commitment, yeah. and there's people that went from America over there and mm-hmm. everything else to mm-hmm. travel. Uh, they're coming up. Steve's going to get to go to what's called the Immortal Cup, which is our version of the World Cup. It's like a there. North American Team Championship. Yeah, and, and that's um, amazing. It's it's right now it's a little bit over a hundred people, I think. So North America is itself about a tenth the size of the community, if you want to look at it that way. So it's much bigger elsewhere. So it's kind of like football or soccer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, we were happy to get 56 people for that one-day tournament record here in America. But, yeah. like, the NAF championship had over 200 people just a couple of weeks ago. So, so. there is still – so you haven't we're even spread saturated. Out. Yeah. But you, that means you haven't even saturated that, the market true. here in America. Yeah. You There are still – well – and I mean, bef- before I, I we started myself doing on this kind of fantasy and work, and I'd never heard of it, so yeah, I, you know, sure. Before we started doing tournaments, there were no tournaments in this area, mm-hmm. and now 
we run three or four tournaments a, a year. Mm-hmm. There's three, four tournaments in Texas, two or three in Kansas, a couple in Missouri. There's one in Nebraska. There's been talk of one in Colorado and Arkansas. So the more you start doing stuff, yeah. the more it'll branch out and people sure. will see it. And people have to get excited about it. And sometimes it's it's in America. The problem is it's hard to pull them away from the things that the, the television and the things oh, yeah. that they've, they've been stuck doing. And, well, it's golden yeah. native television, Michael. Well, what do you want? Well, you know. <laughs> um, we have friends who come from Sweden to Chaos Cup. And they hang out with us every year. And, you know, it'll surprise us because, like, they'll go walk to Walmart that's, like, two miles away. And we're like, you know, we have a car. <laughs> no, we can walk it. It's not as big... What are you talking about? We have a car. car Get in the car. We will go to Walmart. You don't walk. Yeah. Listen, I would walk all over Oklahoma City if it weren't literally an opportunity to die every 10 steps. (laughs) It's not built for that. If they actually had sidewalks, yes. Yeah. I I do have a two-mile walk to a Walmart, but I have to cross an interstate. Yes. No, same here. not doing it. Literally yeah. same here. And there's, yeah. and there's no... I would love no, to do most, it. Most places have no sidewalks and there's overgrowth all the way exactly. up to the street. I, so, could, uh, yeah. I could throw a rock and hit where my gym is. Can't walk to it. <laughs> I well, literally you? cannot walk to it because there is an eight-foot retaining wall and then a 10-foot retaining wall <laughs> behind that. So I'm like, I could get home. Getting sure, up yeah. there, <laughs> not happening. Now you just have to p- in- implement climbing into your routine. You need you to put some extra stats okay. into climbing. So this is what everybody says. I also <laughs> always have a 70-pound follower uh, that yeah. I would be like, hold on, kid. Listen, he weighs he's like, rope. he's like five Yodas, you guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> not he's happening. more Yodas every day. Oh, yeah. every day. It's not oh. happening. That's a great new you kid. <laughs> oh, he's you five Yodas. <laughs> how many Yodas is your kid? I guarantee Wikipedia has 10 pages explaining how they know how Yoda, how much Yoda, Yoda weighs. weighs. <laughs> yeah. What I think is really interesting about Blood Bowl, to go back to that real quick, is, you know, fantasy football's, Fairly, what, a past four or five years. I had no idea this was from 86. Yeah. yeah. They stole this. I, mean, <laughs> I, I kind of feel sorta? like they stole it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, fantasy football right. with actual players is sort of its own monster. Right, but it yeah. is still like managing yeah. stats that you're not entirely in control of. Yeah. So yeah. I, I play fantasy football with some friends and I get really mad if they name their team like Romo and Juliet and stuff. So <laughs> I carry on this fantasy role playing thing, even in my fantasy football team. Okay. So do you want to say what your team name is then? Yeah. No, I can't do it now. <laughs> Come on. Now's the time. It's no, this podcast might not be able to handle it. It's fine. <laughs> Michael will bleep it. He bleeps me now and then. These, no, this is going to like, mine is the bell end hogs. The Bell End Hogs. And my team is the Seattle Bonercorns, which is a unicorn that has a, you know what, for a horn. Sure. <laughs> and, it, and it started off as just like, we need your team name in like 30 seconds. And this is when the thunder was transitioning over from Seattle. Yes. And some guy was whining to like the city council of Seattle and talking about like beautiful unicorns or something. So I just made this up Got really it. quick. And I was like, it doesn't matter. My team's not very good. And then I won the league. And so <laughs> I won the first season and then I won You're it like, again. Yep. And like now I'm a legendary team and I haven't changed my name. And it's terrible. Why would you? No, that's right. that's my name. children can read now though. And they're gonna, I would be- I'm going to have to face this one day. I would be paying somebody like a, a, a professional artist, a commission to do me up a logo of the boner. Coins. That is a thing. Oh my God. And then maybe, maybe I'd have them black it out. Like as part, but probably not. Right. Let's be honest. It's me. Probably. I wouldn't. Of course. Although that'd be funnier if it had a little black mark on top of it. <laughs> So okay, so if no one has ever played before, they they have no idea where to start. Where where do they start? What do they do? First, they listen to both down. That's right. You can listen to both oh, down. Why is both it called down both down? down? One of the dice results. So when you throw a block against someone, uh-huh. you use blocking dice, which are in the game. That's specific. the only time that you don't use the regular d6 with the numbers. So. The best way to describe that is is me and you are equal strength, yeah. our characters blocking each other or tackling, however you want to look at it. They use the term blocking even if I hit the guy with the ball. And and the ball <laughs> the game is constantly in flux. I mean, there's never a set series of downs. So it's more like rugby in that aspect. Right. If I hit your guy with the ball, he's going to fumble the ball no matter what happens. Whether he's you know, survives or if he gets killed, he's gonna fumble the ball either way. So 
the ball is always in motion. Um, so if it, we check strengths, if you have a three strength, which is the average in Blood mm-hmm. Bowl, if you have a three strength and I have a three, three strength, we roll a block dice. And on that dice is a result for you're down. Um, which is if, a pal. If, which is like an explosion, pal, because I'm I'm hitting you. Right. And the and, person, and, yeah. Which is equivalent to the six. No matter what skills you have, that's always going to knock you down. And then there's another one with a pal that has like an explanation, exclamation point, I can't even talk, <laughs> in, in it, which is if you have a skill called dodge, I hit you. But if you have the skill called dodge, you kind of like Batman. You roll with the punch and stay on your feet. So, therefore, it's harder for me to knock you down if you have dodge. Then there's two arrows, which means I just shove you back, but you stay on your feet. Right. There is a skull, which means I go down because I'm trying to tackle you. You stiff arm me. I go down. And then there's a symbol that has the little explosion or the pow and a skull on it, which is both down. And when me and Steve were talking about doing a Blood Bowl podcast after our first tournament, we went through names and went through names. And we were like, well, there's two of us. And so and we're always ready to play Blood Bowl, so why not both down? We're both it works on the down. symbol, oh. and we're both down to play, and it's stuck Sup. ever since. I wanted to call <laughs> us one re-roll one, but we didn't think anybody would really get that. So It took me a while to get it, and I played the game. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> So, anyways, we've been, both, <laughs> yeah. we've been both down ever since, and our focus, because there's other Blood Bowl podcasts out there, has always been on, you know, we'll talk some strategy and stuff, but, We've won some tournaments, but we're not the greatest players. I would say no. we're average. We're above average. Just a little bit. Not you know some some tournaments we do great, some we do awful. It just depends which teams you take too. Um, Blood Bowl is not balanced. I mean it's uh-huh. it's not. If you take a dwarf team and you face a goblin team, it's almost like rock scissors paper. You, you know, the, there's no way for the goblins. to There win. is they a way can. to win because you still are rolling dice. Oh. But it's highly unlikely. Don't play gobs. Got <laughs> yeah. it. Well, you, and goblins are good against other teams. But back to the block dice. If So my example was if we had three strength each, we won't roll one dice. If I had five strength and you had three, I would take two of those dice, roll them, and I pick the best result I want. Yeah. And if I more than doubled your dice, or I mean strength. your strength, so I was a tree man, I had six strength, and you were this little halfling that had two strength, I would roll three dice and pick the best result. And it works the same way the opposite. So if your little halfling's going up against that ogre, he's going to have to roll three dice, but the opponent gets to pick. So uh, if you roll three yeah. pals, which has happened, yeah, yeah, the ogres looks at you and he gets pissed off. The ogre coach and goes, "Fine, I'll take the pow, and you knock me down." Blah blah blah. You know, yeah. hit me right in the kneecap. <laughs> That's right. So you make a dice pool and you pick the best one, and if you're the one with the advantage, you get to pick the result. That's amazing. So okay, so again, uh, so people all right. So listening they, to both down, yeah. Then what what do they do? I would say if then. you're interested in an actual game, you can pick up from your local game store just a copy of Blood Bowl. If loot next P. <laughs> yes, loot next P. Loot next P. Or, or Wizard Asylum. Or Wizard Asylum, Asylum down in Norman. I have to plug them since I have a store That's, key. We, we, <laughs> we have to plug loot next P. Friends of the show. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. This is, we're all doing our jobs we get here. It. We get we're it. doing our jobs. I've been there plenty of times to play games. I love so. them. If, love, love, love. Where, is, where is Wizard Asylum located? It's on, it's um, on Jenkins. Jenkins, mm-hmm. yeah. Close to Campus Corner. Leroy there. Jenkins? Not quite Leroy. Jenkins. The closest cross streets would Lindsay be and Jenkins. Uh, Boyd and Jenkins. Boyd and Jenkins. Boyd and Jenkins. Yeah. Okay. If you are familiar with Norman area and you know where the Greek house is, you can go step outside the Greek house or and look off to the northeast and you'll see uh, Wizards. Tide Delight. Right or Tide Delight. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. For some um, landmarks. If you don't want to spend any money, you can go to the NAF.net and you can review stuff there. You can also play the game for free, as we said, at Fumble. Just type in F U M B B L into any Google or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can find it that way. And, and there's another there's a tablet there's another app website. also, by the way, but I'm finding it very – it's got a the steep learning curve. The tablet app is not the same. Yeah. Oh, is it not? No. Okay. I mean, there's I the Cyanide version of Blood Bowl 2, which is the current video game yeah. that's out. Mm-hmm. So if you have a console, you can get Blood Bowl 2. I think Blood Bowl Legendary Edition is the sequel to that coming out. I know yeah. what I'm getting my boyfriend for. There you, his go. you can also get it on Steam. But we talk local. So if people yeah. want to become a part of your league – uh, you can come to any Wednesday at Wizard Asylum and starting how, at 7 p.m. Or you can find us on Facebook at OKC Blood Bowl. Or, I found it super or easy. email us at both yeah. down both down podcast at gmail.com. You really can yeah. Google just Blood Bowl Oklahoma City and you guys come up. So. Pretty how much, yeah. really, very skillful easy. 
do they need to be the first day that they show up at the... At we the, had um, a, a woman who is a co-worker with one of the guys who came, and she played her first game at the league. That's awesome. That's fine. We, 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 we like, we I like mean, the idea that yeah. somebody can... Well, I think that's wonderful, play. and that's actually the answer I expected, yeah. but I didn't want... I wanted to No, to if know, you know because nothing... Because I don't want to like show up expecting that I'm going to be able to learn and instead just become a millstone no, if, around No, if somebody wants to just learn, they can just contact us. Uh, they can find us however they want. And we can set up a time to teach them or answer any questions. I, I say this deal. to new people, though. If you're coming to play Blood Bowl and you care about winning, you're going to have to relax about 10 games. Just go yeah, yeah, yeah. play, yeah. do it, and if you get beat, watch how you get beat and learn from it. Listen, the beginning is always sucking. That's yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. You're not going to win your first games of chess. Exactly. Right, exactly. exactly. And mm-hmm. if people can make it through their first 10 games, which I would say most people do, then you see the curve just yeah. go up through the roof. You know, it's like, I'm glad I played him at the tournament when he was terrible because now he's really good. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? You, you do learn by losing. Yeah, that absolutely. Yeah, you matter. really do. And you just got to, I mean, we've seen people get angry, and I'm not joking, go outside and smash their dice with hammers. Yeah, that has happened. Um, wow. So that has happened, and I understand. I love playing with children. If you, come to a, <laughs> if you come to a tournament and I'm not doing well, you will know it even if you're in the other room because I'm not the guy that's going to win the Best Sportsman Award because I can't keep it in. If I don't let it out, I will want to you know, punch your little plastic men and <laughs> blame it on you. But it's not your fault. It's me. <laughs> but I'm the it's guy who me. gets it out. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you very much for showing up. Uh, everybody go to uh, find Blood Bowl online. Go to uh, Wizard Asylum and, and find you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. So it sounds like just a... And anytime you guys want to come out and give it a shot or without even talking to him since we run all the tournaments, I'm inviting all of you <gasps> for a free tournament entry. Ooh. At whichever tournament you want to come to. I, you you three go. get a, a free tournament entry, which is at least a $20 value most of the time. Or, or more. Sweet Is that okay, Steve? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Yeah, we'll get you I can't wait to lose. <laughs> awesome. That'll be fantastic. Steve's, Steve's the money man in the operation. And the, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the guy who does like all the little graphics and stuff. So. <laughs> It's a he's, good dynamic. He's my good man <laughs> wife. So, <laughs> Guys, thank you very much. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new website at okigeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast. It's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And uh, Nikki, let's start with you. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? People f- can find me on Twitter at Retro Robinson and also on the Facebook page. Do you guys have a Twitter account? Yeah, at both down. At both down. That's well, I'm at Kilowog2814. And I am at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y. Fantastic. Josh. Always on Twitter. So much on Twitter. At Joshua Lots Unruh. Find him stuff. He's got some great conversations going on right I've now. I've been enjoying myself the last couple days. He's been trolling. Oh, not true. You better be trolling. <laughs> no, he's been. Nope. No, he's all been. those. Okay. That's so sad. All those unpopular opinions are opinions I actually hold. And here's the hard part. So, okay, so listeners, <laughs> I started a one like equals one unpopular nerd opinion, and it was a lot of fun. And here's the thing, though. After about three or four, I really had to stop and think because I have given no Fs what anybody else in the world thinks for so long. <laughs> I had not, I'd lost track of which opinions were unpopular after I got done with, uh, like, Firefly and Indiana Jones. Like, after that, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> I don't care it. what any of you people <laughs> think about anything. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. So it's yeah. been a lot of fun. However, I also would want to mention my uh, my new project that I am working up to doing uh, deep dive seminars on some of the best superhero stories ever published. Um, I'm starting pro- with? Well, I'm starting with Batman and Son. Mm-hmm. We'll start Yay! with Batman and Son. And I will eventually do the entire Grant Morrison opus. But any of you that read that know that's going to take a minute. Um, anything by Grant Morrison would do that. <laughs> well, not not just that. It went. He kept uh, originally. He signed up, I think, to do like a year, year and a half of Batman stories, and they just kept extending it. So he winds up doing something like five or six years of Batman stories. Um, so e- even if I did just the stuff that was supposed to be the initial Morrison run, is going to take a minute. But then he winds up really going the distance. Uh, you can find more information on that at patreon.com slash pulp diction productions. And I have changed the rules a little bit. So we're probably a month or two out from when I can start. Cause I need a couple of equipment upgrades before I feel comfortable 
um, doing the live video part of the seminar. But I've changed the rules so it will be faster. We'll, we'll get started faster. <laughs> there we go. And you can find me at KOSU Michael C. And we are also on Patreon. You can find, join us at patreon.com slash okiegeek. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Steve and Scott from Both Down Podcast, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>